Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to another SLTV Wrestling Roundtable podcast. Um, we are here as always with our core members. Um, this week we are continuing with our Wrestling World Cup. We're still on our group stages. We're doing Group C and D today. Group C is Europe, um, which is hard to. It's kind of like a bit of everywhere, so you're kind of getting a lot of. This is the, the uh, this Europe feels a lot like the rest of the world group because they're kind of here, there, and everywhere. Um, but we'll get there. And Group D is the USA, which was hard to whittle down to four, I think. For, uh, Mike did that for us because he is the American correspondent. So we thought it might be best. Um, I'm going to throw it around the table and then we will get into it. Adam, are you okay? Yeah, me. Um, so I've picked the wrestlers for the Europe group. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm assuming that means I'm the European correspondent, which makes me feel very fancy. Well, yeah. You're about to have a lot more work. Yeah. After the Wales collide, you're going to have a lot more work if you're the European <laughs> correspondent. NXT Europe. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. No. I watched, it, I watched Ratatouille for the first time yesterday, and I tell you what, that film is offensive to French people. It, what is Ratatouille? I've Ratatouille, yeah. All they do is shoot people or shoot rats. All right. Or then, or, or then <clears> they <throat> love. All right. That's, and that's a kid's nice. film. I know. Oh my God. Uh, I remember going to be a European correspondent. I remember going to pictures when that was out. And um, <laughs> a group of pe- a group of kids, must have been about 14, 15, um, were standing outside trying to pick what film to go and see. I can't remember what I was going to see. Um, but whatever it was, they were like, oh, should we go and see this or go and see that? And then one of the girls went, do you want to go and see that Ratatouille? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I was like, oh. "Wow, our education system has gone." I had down visions of me walking down the street with a shotgun in one hand and condoms <laughs> in the other pocket. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Caleb, are you okay? You're good. Yeah, I try not to laugh too much. Um, <laughs> so, if you listen to the first episode, that was England and Japan. Yes. So I believe, and I believe Adam's probably got it in front of him anyway, but Will Ospreay mm-hmm. got through, as did Pete Dunne. Yeah. Yes. So and then impressed. in Japan, this was two weeks ago. I've had a lot of no. them since then. <laughs> um, right. Did Tanahashi go through? Tanahashi did go through. And Abushi. And Abushi. Wow. So that's a good start for me. Look I'll at the brain down. of the youth. No, I'll yeah. go downhill as the episode carries on. You've, um, you've inadvertently give yourself a bit of a quiz there. Like you've thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quiz myself. Is I'm right? gonna try <laughs> and sound intelligent for once in my life. But... 
Um, so in Group C, we've got Adams Europe wrestlers. So we've got Volta, aka well, not aka Gunter, now known as Gunter, no, Ilya Dragunov, Fabian Eichner, and Claudio Casanoli, formerly yeah. known as Cesaro. And then in Mike's uh, American group, where all the wrestlers were born in the USA, we've got Daniel Bryan, well Brian Danielson, I assume, John Moxley. Roman Reigns and Eddie Kingston, Mike's Mike's favorite, Mike's hero, Mike's the Mike's wooden spoon of the group. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about that. Like even now, Kingston seems out of his depth. Like but when you look at the, the American group, yeah, it's going to be a tricky one for him to to get yeah. through. He's going to be talibated. I'll, I'll say this now: there's no matches winning from me. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Yeah, um, you, might, you might want to skip to Group E. To group F, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go our, through our Group C, um, and we'll we'll get into some matches because I know a fair few of these I've actually fought before. Mm-hmm. Um, although I didn't add it to the cheat sheet, I remembered when I sent it to you. Yeah, I was meant to do that, and I didn't. Um, Disgrace. But yeah, I'm um, yeah. But I did watch some matches. I did mm-hmm. watch some of the matches uh, on the recommended list that you give us. So I did, yeah. I recommended a couple. Yeah, um, um, and Walter from Progress ninety two. Yes. Um, that's on the network, so it's, it's widely available for everyone. I'm assuming who's listening to so, to go and watch that. One that is less so for Ilya is Ilya versus Karen Awar, um, which is from Progress. I've picked Progress. Uh, I can't remember the number. I think it might be ninety six. Um, but they had a rivalry in progress. Um, oh. but there were some really good matches in there as well. So on the network is is not all progress shows on there. So what they started doing is once a kind of deal was done, it was every new one goes on like a week after it's happened, mm. and then they backfilled and put some older ones on. But I think the issue is. If they've got a card that's full of people from AEW now, oh. they, they don't want to stick all that on, really. Because yeah. um, I, I, I don't remember how many of the ones that I went to are actually on there. I think mm. 92 might be the only full card that's on there. There's some it only goes matches back to like, different things. I think it goes back to 2018. Yeah. I think. So, and I was like 2019 and was on like 92. So they can't all be on there. No, they're not all on there. No, oh, because that would just wouldn't work. They might get so, there with time, over time, you know. Yeah. I mean, with the new regime, you never know. Well, this is it. Triple H might go, you know what? I really fancy going and watching all those progress chapters. Yeah. Can someone just put them on the network, probably? Yeah, man. So good. What'd you say? I remember um, there was, a, it was, I think it was like a WWE home video where somebody, I can't remember who it was, one of the wrestlers went to somebody backstage and said, I want a tape that's got all of like someone's matches on it. And then like a week later, they gave them like a bundled VHS of all the matches that they had in their library of this person. Wow. And I was like, that's mental. Like it doesn't even have to be like a compilation that is actually put together by WWE. You can just go and say, I want all of those matches from this yeah, time yeah. to this time. And then someone just goes, there you go. I've started yeah. that fire. To be fair, you could essentially do that now. Well, I think the network, this is totally off time. The network needs a playlist option. 
I yes. want to be able to just go, I want that match, that match, that match, and that match. And then I just watch them in order. Yes. Not necessarily from the same shows, you yes. know. Yeah. Playlist and a, if we're talking about it, a chronological order option. Uh, does that not happen? No. Well, it does in a sense that it, it does in that you can watch all the rows from when it started and the next mm. one will start. But it won't, it, there should be a, a time thing. So it's like if you're watching Raw in 2002, you should be able, the next episode should be SmackDown. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what That'd I mean? Be good, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They need to do that. So if you said, Play like if you had an option for a year and was like, This is everything we've got in this year in order. Mm. There you go. And then, so like, sitting there and doing Sunday night eat raw smack. Well, I haven't haven't gone far off it with 1995, (laughs) like, because I did 1995, I did all the rows. Superstars wasn't on there, which is annoying. Um, because it's like syndicate or something, but um. I started on the first Raw of 1995, watched all the Raws and pay-per-views up until September when Nitro started. No, actually, I'm lying. I watched all the Raws and ECW Hardcore TV. So, watched all them up to September and the pay-per-views, reviewed the pay-per-views. And then when Nitro started, I watched Raw, Nitro um, and ECW Hardcore TV. And the pay per views up until the end. Wasn't so, it a bit of a shit year for WWE though, 95? Yeah, but I wanted to start. Right. This is the thing. Everyone's like, oh, it's one devil, oh, this, that, blah, 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 like that. It's, it is, there is a lot of bad in it, right? But do you know when you find a good match? It's so good. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, oh my God, so this good. wasn't awful. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's mad. Like, some of the Shawn Michaels stuff and um, Jeff Jarrett stuff is like amazing. Like the start of Nitro is 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 weird, but so much better than WWE pay per views. Mm-hmm. It's such a mad year, but it mm-hmm. it was like it felt so good to watch it, like mm-hmm. and to be a bit like what the hell. And then towards the end of the year, like ECW just became amazing because Austin was doing Superstar Steve Austin, which was basically. The, the beginnings or the, the, the foundations of Stone Cold, mm-hmm. but he was getting away with way more than he did because at ECW you can do whatever you want. So it was it was weird in the sense that sometimes I was like, what, what am I doing? And then other times I was like, this is so good that people are just like, I've heard 95's crap, so I'm not going to watch anything yeah. with it. I watched all of it, all 168 hours of it. Um. So yeah, that was a, a task in itself. But if anyone wants to work, you've been doing. He's, le- he's legitimately injured and off sick. He's not just decided to take time off to watch. This was before I injured. <laughs> this was before I injured. It took me forever to watch it. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a, a small. It wasn't like I sat down on a weekend and was like, "All right, let's bang this out." It took like over a year to watch it all. But you just chip away. You know what I mean? Just when you've got an hour. Only the shows are only an hour long, aren't they? Back in the oh, day. Oh, fair enough, yeah. So mm. you've got like an hour of Nitro, an hour of, well, 50 minutes of Nitro, 50 minutes of Raw, and 50 minutes of um, ECW. And I swear to God, the thing I've learned from ECW is Bubba Ray, or Bully Ray, was over from literally the minute he walked into that company. 
like I've never seen somebody get the crap behind him so quick and so well and just the way he does stuff. My God, like who would have thought? Mad. It's like Much like when Cesaro walked into WWE and going back to Cesaro. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Callum. Carry on. What is start with our European group? Yeah. If you want to read me 1995 1995 reviews, though, of Raw, of um, WWF pay per views and WCW pay per views, go on SLTDWrestling.com forward slash Turbo Talks. There you go. Um, What's our matches? Let's do some matches. Right. So we'll kick off, obviously, with Group C. Uh, so the first match, this is where I've just got to take a back seat. I'm going to tell you the match, and then you two just need to, yeah. Um, and I'll have the casting vote, essentially. Um, First match, Ilya Dragunov, Claudio Castagnoli. They have wrestled, to my memory, because I do not have cage matches out of my iPad with me, um, they wrestled on NXT TakeOver Cardiff, Mr. Cesaro and Ilya Dragunov. Um, There may be more to that, but that's the one that I remember the most. I've seen the Cardiff match. Good match. Was a good match. Wasn't... uh, I have seen very few... Dragon off matches, but I don't think that's Cesaro's best match. I'll mm. be honest, but I don't know if that's just because it's it's not his best match. He just it was just boot wrong or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's like um, I don't know. Ooh, that, ooh, wasn't, yeah. um, that wasn't a match that I put on my recommended matches for Cesaro. I put the Cesaro Rollins from. I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell 13, you what, I was toying with. It was, yeah. I was, I was, I looked at that and I thought, you know what, that's obviously a great match. But the one I was toying with was the fatal four-way intercontinental oh, title match from Extreme Rules. Or, yeah. Or payback. Cesaro, Miz. What was that? Owens and Zayn. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Sixteen. Yeah. That was a great match. It was, yeah. Yeah. But I thought in terms of a, a match for now Claudio, mm. that one on one with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to put it into a bit of context, using my cheat sheet, this is not gonna look good for Dragonoff. Um mm-hmm. but Dragonoff's twenty eight. Um and he had match of the year in two thousand two with Walter from CBS Sport. He was ranked at a number of 113. He should have been above above 113 in the PWI 500 in 2018, and he's won the UK title. It's kind of it's, it's kind of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not counting like his WXW stuff. I know, but it's all that stuff that's yeah. like, it's yeah. I'm kind of it's all like the big stuff in it, like Claudio. We've got. In 2014, he was ranked 13 in the PWI 500. He's a Global Tag Team Fighting Spirit Award with Chris Hero in Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, he's a Rev Pro Undisputed Tag Tag Champion. He's won the Ring of Honor um, Tag Team Titles and Tag War Tournament. And he's the current Ring of Honor World Champion. And I think outside of outside of the big one, he's into the United States Raw Tag Team, five-time Raw Tag Team champ, 
two-time SmackDown champ, Andre, Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy winner. And Seven apparently... tag team champion. Uh, and apparently he got Cesaro, the Kid and Swagger. Yeah, so he's... Kid, Raw Swagger, tag champ five times. I said Cesaro, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's his partners have been Sheamus with Raw and SmackDown. Oh, he never won it. He never won a tag title with Swagger. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and no one yeah. said who said Swagger. That was me. Oh, it's Sheamus. So Raw tag team champions five times. What four times with Sheamus and one with Tyson Kidd, and yeah. then Nakamura. Uh, yeah, and then SmackDown oh, tag champs Sheamus and Nakamura. But he got the Slammy Award in 2015 for the best John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. Apparently. I thought that was going. I thought you were going to say best John Cena impression. Oh, he did, he did something so, yeah. on a roll. So the John Cena Open Challenge, he was the best one. Which I think Kevin Owens was the best one personally, but whatever. Um, you think who it was? Kevin Owens. Just that, me. They, they never actually had a match as an Open Challenge, though, did they? I thought he did. No, I he came, he came out. Him. He came out, power bombed him, stepped on the US title, held up the NXT title. I thought the week after they did. No, they had a match at Elimination Chamber. Oh, okay. All right. Zayn was a great match, though. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, And Cesaro won the most underrated from Wrestling Observer Newsletter in 2013, 14, 15, and 16. (laughs) So there you go. Um, I, I, I think not just based on this, I think Cesaro would probably win this match. I'll be honest. I would say. Or Claudio Castanoli, I should say. Not Cesaro. But yeah. What are your thoughts, Callum? I mean, you, you're missing one piece of crucial information off your, your cheat sheet there. Oh, He's, no. He stole Oksana away from Teddy Long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I about that. was 10 years ago now. It must be over 10 years ago, yeah. really. But I mean, that moment yeah, still man. breaks my heart. Um, Do you know his, his missus is... I'm sure his missus is like a saint. Like, remember Blue Pants? Is it? No, it's not um, Blue Pants. In no, it, um, it's Sarah Del Rey. Sarah Del, yeah. Sarah Del Rey. Is yeah. that not Blue Pants? I thought no. they were the same. No, thing. Blue Pants is Lever Bates. Yeah. Lever Bates, that's it. Sorry, yeah, I apologise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't Blue know pants. they were... I didn't know. I can't remember it. I can never remember a name. I only remember it's Blue Pants. In, like, old NX, NXT days. Jesus. Um... Yeah, I think I think Claudio would win this. Uh, yeah, I mean, imagine Claudio. Dragonoff versus Claudio for the Ring of Honor title. That'd be good. Mm. I mean, for me, Cesaro was you know, judging by that the pro wrestling inside or whatever it was of the um, Wrestling Observer, he was criminally underrated in WWE, and I was oddly, I was quite glad when he left the company. Because I yeah. thought, well, this this is now his chance to to excel somewhere else, and yeah. you know, it seems now now that he's you know Ring of Honor champion, and he'll do fine in AEW because it's Cesaro. Mm. Um, that being said, though, within within WWE, he was more seen as a as a tag team guy, and never really yes. given that push as a single star to like the the higher level of the company. Mm. Um. Oh, I don't want to. I'm, I'm going to throw in a bit of a curveball and go for Dragonoff just to keep Adam interested. Okay. Well, to be fair, the argument is Dragonoff hasn't got a lot of accolades, but his main accolade is he's a world champ. 
Mm -hmm. The one thing Claudio Castagnoli is not is a world champ. Outside Ring of Honor. I mean, come on. But, I mean, that, that, that feels like a secondary... Yeah, he's the world champ of a of a promotion that hasn't got a weekly show and hasn't got a TV deal and hasn't got a, 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 what the hell? Mm. Like you carry it's like you may as well be the FDW champ. Like means nothing until it's an actual company again. It means nothing, unfortunately. Yeah, like it's nice to be like the titles on the line and all that, but, but it's just a belt. I mean. I yeah. think I'm going to go Ilya. Yeah, I know you would, you bitch. <laughs> well, I'd, 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 I think as much as I love Claudio, because I do, I think I prefer Ilya's style and his intensity. Yeah, and the way, yeah, the way that he wrestles. A- Amy loves him. Like, I think, I think the Walter match might have been the first match she saw. And she, it was either after that or when we went to the Karen Noir show where she was like, I just love how intense he is. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell that he really likes it. You know, mm-hmm. and he really likes what he's doing. I um, think he kind of, it's like, it's easy to see that he, he kind of like sees it like it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He, he fully, he's not playing wrestler. He is a wrestler. Like, that's that's a good thing to have. Yeah. Um, how are the points working again? Three for is a it- win. One for a loss. Three for a win and one for a loss. Yeah. Okay. And then if it's a tie, we just sort of... Well, I've, I'm putting down, yeah. I'm writing down if it's uh, how many like votes they got. Yeah. So if it's yeah. a tie, it, it'll bump you up if you had a unanimous decision. That's the, the closest thing we've got to goal difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, for next match. Next match. Fabian Eichner, now known as Giovanni Vinci, yeah. versus Walter, now known as Gunther. Um, I, I will say this. You two already know this. Eichner is my sort of, not necessarily a wild card. Yeah. He's the one that I've put in there because I just want to shine a bit of a light on him. In that oh, I think cool. he is massively underrated. I think he's a great wrestler. He was in the Cruiserweight Classic. He lost in the first round of that. They signed him after that. He was used sort of sparingly on NXT, but he had some really, really good matches. There's some good footage of him versus Ricochet, um, of him versus, I think one of them was Austin Aries. And he then, it was only really when he was sort of cast under Imperium and then him and Bartel went for the tag titles that some of the tag matches that they've had have been absolutely fantastic. They had some really great ones against Breezango in the sort of no crowd era of NXT. And the recommended match that I put on was from this year. And it was the triple threat from, uh, where are we? Stand and Deliver. So it was um, Imperium, MSK and the Creeds um, in a triple threat. And I'm from memory, because again, I've not seen it since it was on. I'm pretty sure there's a point in that match where Fabian does his two rope springboard moonsault, which is one of his best moves where he sort of balances on one rope, jumps to the other and then does a moonsault. Yeah. And for as big as a guy as he is in busting out a moonsault is yeah, he's massive. Yeah. Um, and I, I sent you guys a, a video of like his best moves and stuff on YouTube this week. to sort of give you a bit more background yeah. into, into Eichner. He's a power bomb machine. 
Um, he is good, like, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of him, but he is good. Um, he's 32, he's been the Evolve champion, he was ranked 238 um, at NPW 520, and he's a two time NXT champion. Are we going with Walter, or should I say, Volter? Um, or are we going with Gunther? So, are we going with Fat Walter or Sexy Man Gunther? Which one are we doing? <laughs> You've got to make it these are clear, distinct the difference. So, what I are you thinking? Mind. You can go Walter, okay? Hmm. I was thinking Sexy Man Gunther, but okay, we'll go for Sexy Man Gunther. Then. I know you like Daddy Magic, so if you want to give someone else a nickname, you go for Daddy Magic. I mean, he is a good looking fella. I didn't think he was like, yeah, he has lost a shit ton of weight. I know. Like the diff- I'm assuming you noticed it in the difference of the of the progress match that you watched and yes. how he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's mad. Because like that's I, what I dropping remember... your wife will do. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember I, I've told you guys this story of like when I went to a Defiant show, a P- w, uh, WCPW show, where he was just marching towards his merch table, and my friend was sort of stood in his way, and he moved as quick as he possibly could do. Wow. You know, at, the, when, at that point when he's big and beefy, um, but like it sort of it gained a bit of traction where I was just like talking in the house of like to Amy, like Walter just slapping people, like you know. And when she went to the first show with Walter on, she was like, I thought he'd be bigger. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, Walter's 35. Uh, he won the CBS Sports Match of the Year in 2020 with Dragonoff. He's a former Progress Atlas champion three times and Progress Unified World. What's the Unified World title? So what they did with the Atlas title is, what, was it when he held it? Yeah, I think he was Atlas champion for so long. And then he ended up facing the world champion, which I think at the time was Travis Banks. Right. So um, he unified them. He, yeah, they basically merged the two together. Um, yeah. So the Atlas title didn't exist after that? No, they ended up going with the Proteus. There was a whole point where, like, I think Trent, Trent Seven was Atlas champion for a little bit. Um, he faced Walter. I thought, actually, I think what happened was Walter was world champion, Trent was Atlas champion. They had a match together and that unified unified them. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And then they then brought in the Proteus, but they've they brought the Atlas back now. Right, okay. Um, he was ranked 14th um, in the PWI 500 in 2019, and he's a um, former NXT United Kingdom champion. I think he's the longest reigning, isn't he? He is. Um, yeah. And he's the current, as of recording this, uh, Intercontinental champion. That may all change in Cardiff. Uh, but he's... I don't think it will. I think it's going to change in Cardiff. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I think it's going to change. Um, what are you thinking, Callum? I mean, despite all of Adam's you know, bargaining and clear bribery towards Fabian Eichner by sending his top 10 moves, Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got to go for Volta. I mean, it's like it's like me trying to find out this unknown signing that Nottingham Forest has signed and I just go on YouTube to look at, look at his top 10 skills. His goals and assists. Um, this feels a little bit like Roman Reigns versus Eddie Kingston. I'll be yeah. honest. I mean, to, to me, whether he's Volta or Gunter, <laughs> he is a star, and it's been proven on the main roster that we've not really seen 
that so often with moves between NXT UK or NXT to the main roster in recent years that someone transitions so so smoothly. Yeah, yeah. I think I think when like it was revealed he was going to be Gunter, there was like, oh god, here we go. Yeah. Now he's IC champion. You feel like he's going to have a dominant run as the IC champion, like he did with the NXT UK title, and yeah. it's the sort of thing. Well, how can he be stopped? And you actually wonder, oh, could he be the one that defeats Roman Reigns? Mm. And that's quite a sort of exciting prospect to have two dominant world, well, not not world champions, but two dominant champions on the roster and on the same show. Um, yeah, for me, I just know Eichner for being part of Imperium, and I like obviously enjoy like the matches he had, at, like Adams mentioned against MSK and the Creed Brothers, and then you know when Imperium sort of moved over to to the main NXT. But it's it's Gunter, like Gunter or Volta, whatever you want to call him. He he for me is one of the best wrestlers in Europe and could be one of the best wrestlers in the world in a few years' time. So you can't really you can't really say no and go for anyone else over Gunter in this Europe group. Well, I'm gonna go with um Fabian Eight and I'll um, so, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's like Walter's just such a powerhouse that it's hard to see him. Like, it's it's insane to see him not win. Like, mm. and to not go into a match is like I don't think he's ever gone in as an underdog or like he's mm. just the way he is and the way he does things. And yeah, I think um, it's got to be Walter, hasn't it? Like he's. Or even Sexy Man Gunther. Like, it's all... I don't know, it's, it's hard, because I've, I've seen... This is the thing. Gunther, maybe the way he wrestles, because I think he wrestles different, Fabian Eichner would probably have a better shot at Gunther than he would have at Walter, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but, nah, I don't know. Like, it just... It's hard, because... It's Walter, isn't it? It's got to be Walter, sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing with Eichner, I mean, now that he's Vinci, is that I'm hoping that he does get a good run in NXT. Like, he had a pretty good match with um, Camelo Hayes recently for the NXT North American title. Yeah. Um, when they called Gunther and now Ludwig up, I was surprised that he didn't go with them because I thought, you mm. like, if you've got Imperium, just send Imperium up, you know. But then clearly they're not going that way or they weren't going that way at the time. Mm. So I wonder if maybe, I mean, he could even be the third man to even the odds against Seamus, Ridge and Butch. So, mm. you know. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but again, I think, I think to be honest, I think my point of like including him in here is I think everyone knows who Claudio is. More people are knowing who Walter Gunther is. More people are knowing who Ilya is. It's just to shine a light on him, you know? Yeah. That's the way that it is, really. Um, I'm not saying he's going to lose every match, but I think against Walter, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard yeah. to kind of bet against yeah. Walter. You know what I mean? Uh, well, next match is Claudio Castagnoli versus Walter. Oh, that'll be a banger. Yeah. Yeah. That, they, that hasn't happened, they, does it? No, that they had happened. it on house shows in November. Yeah. Um, so they did it in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they were supposed to do it again in Manchester. But because Finn had a slight injury, they ended up doing Walter and Seamus versus Cesaro and Finn. 
mm-hmm. uh, which was a great tag match to be fair, opening match of the night, you know, because yeah. that was when he um, he dodged Nottingham than he Callum Finn. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I dodged Nottingham as well, but yeah. Finn, Finn did too. I mean, yeah. I can't remember what Bolter did at Nottingham because I, I don't know whether they did Bolter Cesaro that they may have done. They might have, I think they may have done possibly something with McIntyre. Yeah, because yeah, I tell you what, Walter McIntyre, that'd be a good one. Yes. Yeah. That actually, right, I don't think McIntyre's going to beat Reigns. So I reckon Walter McIntyre would be a very good Intercontinental title mania match yeah. for a, a McIntyre win to finally dethrone Walter from the Intercontinental title. Mm. And then again, you keep keeping the prestige on the Intercontinental title then. Well, that's just me planning forward. Yeah, that is a bit forward, like. Um, this time last year, you said Damian Priest would win the Royal Rumble, so. Hey. <laughs> Less than that. <laughs> I watched his match against Edge on Raw. It was really good. Match. It was a very good match. Because yeah. um, I can now watch Raw and Raw SmackDown. Um, I mean, you can watch it anytime you want, to be fair. Yeah, but I'm not you. I'm not a pirate. Um well, no, no, you've got BT Sport, haven't you? Because you've got your bloody title thing. Yeah, I don't watch it on BT Sport, though. Why have you paid for it? To have it to know me as well. Oh. Well, no, I've, I've now got BT Sport. Right, okay. Because I, I I didn't want to pay like £25 a month. Yeah. Um, but Virgin rang me up the other day because we got internet with them. And they were like, oh, we'll send you this free stream box thing. And I was like, well, yeah. is it free? And they went, yeah, it's free. So they sent it. Don't have to pay anything for it, but then I was going through the apps and stuff, and BT Sport was up there in the corner, and it said I can get fifty percent off for two months, um, and they only charge eighteen, so I'm only paying nine pound for the next two months. So I was like, yeah, do that. Well, the on. app is only, I think, just having the app is only like eleven or twelve quid or something like that. But that gets me the channels as well, because the weird thing about yeah. the stream box is it's like a free view box, mm. but then you yeah. can add on premium channels. So I can yes. watch the channels yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think if yeah. I'm honest, just because of a niggle that I have with the network at the minute, I might watch Clash through that. Because uh-huh. I think the quality of watching something live on the network is shite. It's yeah. not good. Yeah, it's not good. But then it gets it's better when they've uploaded like a different version of it later on. But yeah, if you're yeah. watching the sort of live recording or whatever it is live, yeah. I think it's crap. And then it yeah. buffers. Yeah. And and then it's also behind. I mean, obviously we're streaming. This yeah. is way off topic now. But, you know, you like you look at your phone, see a result 30 seconds before you see it on your TV. Yeah. You're like, oh, such I mean, a yeah. title. Oh. As I say, I don't I don't watch BT Sport because I don't want to... Basically, I haven't got three hours to watch Raw. That's you can record it and then flip through the ad breaks. No, because what I do, because it's on the app, it's three mm. hours long, so I have to fast-forward the, the adverts anyway. Which mm. takes forever and just annoys me. So I, I just right. piss me you off. Know, but my stream box has got a remote with a fast forward button on it. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, can just. Yeah, my well, my apps on my Xbox. Yeah. Mm. I can fast forward it, but or I can just go on a site where I'm not meant to go on. Stop complaining about it, man. And you can fast forward adverts. Watch the whole thing with no adverts. Someone's cut them out and watch it in two hours and seven minutes, saving myself. 53 minutes. No, I mean, but it doesn't take you 53 minutes to fast forward. 53 minutes is a long time. All right. I'm a busy man. It takes you about 10. Right. 53 minutes is another wrestling show. 
know what I mean? That's 1995. Hardcore TV from 1995. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, I do pay for it, but still, I I am a I am a terrible pirate. Yeah, so I pay for pay per views on fight though. Like I'm not that bad. So I'm actually paying like for the, it. I don't like the fight app though because I have no buttons to fast forward on the fight. Yeah, app. I don't I don't really like the fight app to be fair. But um, I wouldn't mind a fight subscription. That'd be good. Yeah, Where, like yeah. you subscribe and it's X amount and you get X amount of pay per views. Yeah, I won't mind that. That would be quite good, rather than like deciding. Anyway, we'll anyway we'll go, off topic. We'll off we've, topic. Got, we've got Cla- Claudio versus Volta. I mean, yeah. for me, considering I said that Ilya should beat Claudio, I've got to go with Volta. You I'm know, going with I'm going with Claudio. So this Ooh. is going to be interesting. But go on, right. hang on. We asked Aaliyah, by the way, to I think I'd go Walter. Bit of dead air from from Farron there. Oh yeah, I'm going Walter. Really? Yeah. Why? Again, I just his style. Mm. Hear the bitches telling. Roxy. <laughs> um. Right. Next one. Eichner versus Ilya. How the hell is Claudio? Castanoli lost two matches. He hasn't even won yet. Give it a minute. He's got a first hike there. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Ike <laughs> versus Ilya. Yeah, we know where this is going, don't we? Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, but right, I think it looks pretty clear that. Uh, Walter and Dragunov are probably going to go through on this one, right? That's the way I'm I'm surmising from this. Which out of the four of them probably makes the most sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cesaro has been like, do you know if Cesaro hadn't been Cesaro and he'd been Claudio the whole time? He'd mm-hmm. be shitting this. Like he'd be pissing everyone. But because he'd been Cesaro. And perception is reality, unfortunately. As much as nobody wants here we, to believe Here we it. go again. <laughs> perception is reality, okay? I'm telling you. Like, Matt Cardona would eat Zach Ryder alive, okay? Cody Rhodes back in the day wouldn't have a chance against Cody Rhodes now. The mm. Doctor of Thugonomics would piss all over every different type of John Cena. Know mm. what I mean? Just saying... Um, I think if Claudio was the Claudio now, and he had been for years, yeah, he pissed this, but he isn't. So here we are. Here we are. Anyway, I can have a strag off, Callum. What do you think? So I'm gonna change tack here. Oh God. And yeah, you know, I, I want to keep things interesting for the three of us, three of our listeners. And excuse me, we sometimes <laughs> get five. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go for Eichner here. Okay. okay. I, I think I think his his style being different to to really you know obviously Volta's in the fir- in you know in in that first match will be different now for Dragonoff. So Eichner from from what I've seen and granted it's quite limited is 
sort of high flyer in, in some cases. You know, he, he, he can do, do a moonsault and he can, you know, he, he's comfortable wrestling a different style against different opponents. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go for Eichner. Adam, do you think go on. that Eichner would kind of shock Dragunov in the sense that he's a big dude, but he can do like high flying stuff? Yeah. Like if they had, because I don't think they've ever had a match. Or have they? Not off the top of my head, unless they had like a NXT UK 1v1 yeah. or something like that. Um. So, yeah, if they, I think Eichner, the size of him, pulling off all these high flying moves and doing moonsaults and all, all that jazz, yeah. would probably shock Dragunov. Mm. And he would be like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, maybe uh, maybe Callum's on to something here. Oh, can we you, just clip that and just put that in every episode? For yeah. Are no, you I'm messing? Gonna... Every time we do a Royal Rumble episode, for weeks I'm like, I know who's going to win, and then you make a passionate speech about Seth Rollins, and I'm like, yeah, Seth Rollins is going to win. I've got my just, script. I've got my script laid out for this year already. <laughs> like, I'm an idiot, and then he never wins. And I'm always like, oh, I totally thought Rollins was going to win. Oh, but yeah. You, you can tell I've got an interest in politics when I can just spin something from out of nowhere and make people believe. Yes, I'm easily led. Small-minded, that's me. Yeah. Who are you um, going with, Ty? Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with Eichner. I would have gone with Eichner. Okay. You know, the first me. unanimous decision. Nice. Oh, he's, got chance, he's got a chance, Sam. He's got a chance. He's got a chance. Yeah. It's coming home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's got a chance of going through because he's he's got four. Walter's got six. Dragonoff has got four. And Cesaro has got two. But if it went down to the equivalent of goal difference right now, I can have a goal through because he's the only unanimous decision. Okay. What's next? I've done it. I've done it. Um, Walter <laughs> versus Dragonoff. Well, oh way, oh way, that match. <laughs> We've seen this, or I've seen this. <laughs> what did you send to me after that? Did you just say they just beat the shit out of each other? Don't um, yeah, I was. I sent you saying they beat the absolute piss out of each other. <laughs> it really did. Like it really did. If you didn't get round to watch that match, Callum, swear, go and watch it. Like it's. It's a kind of a slow burn at the start. Mm. Like it takes a minute to kind of get get the groove going, and it takes a minute to sort of like adjust. Just sounds really awful, but like adjust yourself to the indies because yeah, it's they're not it's shot just, very well. Matt, no, it just looks. Callum, do you remember when we did the progress one with Matt, and Matt yeah. said it looks crappy. Like he loves progress, but he thinks watching it back, it's painful for him because he just thinks it's not shot very well. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of. You've got to kind of adjust to that, like because there's no, there isn't necessarily the hard cam. You just don't no. play wrestling shot now. AEW and um, WWE and Impact and all that all do the same thing. That's we used to ten ten camera cuts in five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, where there's a shot difference, so it's a bit like it's not necessarily a culture shock. It's more like right, okay, I see what's going on. But then even when, even though you said you were in the front row. And I, there was a bit of the match where I was like looking for you. <laughs> Part of the most of the match, I was just lost in the match. Yeah, like, and that says a lot that I was 
playing Where's Wally while we mm. were um, while we were watching it. Um, but yeah, I think I caught a glimpse of you. I didn't really see. I think I was wearing a progress top, so yeah. Yeah, was, I think he was. Yeah. To be it's honest, it's probably a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. A heavy set dude with a with a beard and and not so yeah. much hair on top and you some shorts because yeah. July <laughs> that seems to be progress yeah. as a, we have a lot of people like that market yeah <laughs> one or two of them is that a, oh no it's not it's just another guy mm-hmm. is that oh no that's no not. just another guy yeah <laughs> um, so yeah if if you've got time it's definitely worth like sitting down I think it's only about twenty minutes long like mm-hmm. once they mm-hmm. get the entrances and the thingy and that. Um, but yeah, it's it's so good that match. Um, so yeah, um, I'm gonna go with Walter because of of that match. To be fair, do you know what I mean? Um, but use talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I, I think I'm think. also going to go for Walter. Um, but when we do the draw for the last sixteen in a few weeks' time, it's gonna be really intriguing to see who he. Who he faces mm. because for me, obviously he's the strongest in Europe. If he faces someone, if he faces Pete Dunn, I, I would I would say Volter over Pete Dunn. Um, to be honest, if he faces someone from you know from, from the Mexico group or from the rest of the world group, it'll be it will it'll be tricky not to put him through. You know, there's four or five people that are likely to go through in, in these rest of the group stages that I would say that Volta is a dead cert over. Um, I'm not saying I'm banking on him being a quarter-finalist because, you know, usually I say that and they get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen back to the Cruiserweight episode. Um, but, yeah, it's got to be Volta over Dragunov. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think I would have gone Volta as well. Um, yeah. Because I think you're right, Calum, in that I'm 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 really looking forward to the round of sixteen draw that we do, because mm. that's really going to shake stuff up. I think, and uh, yeah. that we we have no idea that once these people are through, who they're facing then in the next round yet. So yeah. I think once that once that's done, there's going to be some really tough matches. I think coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the last one for the Euros is Eichner versus Claudio Castagnoli. Do we give do we give the boy who wants an early Christmas present and putting <laughs> Eichner through just to see his little face light up? To like be fair, an eight year old that he got a, a Woody Toy Story. <clears throat> if I've if I've worked this out right, Eichner could go through anyway. If I've worked this out right. Because if he, gets, if he gets one, he's on five. If Claudio gets the three for the win, he's on five two. So then you've got a three way tie. But the between... Dragonoff's on five as well. Yeah, but that's, so... then you've got a tie between Ilya, Claudio, and Eichner. But then if Eichner's the only <clears> one with the oh yeah, if he's no. the only one with the three with the unanimous. No, Eichner and Dragonoff are uh, unanimous. Oh, so we'd have to have a playoff. <laughs> we, we could, if we say that Claudio wins this and he wins it unanimously, then all three of them would be. Yeah, you scuff it. I mean, I'll say this now: he won't win it unanimously. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just see what happens. Okay, I, <laughs> I'm gonna go Claudio straight off. That's me. All right, 
So you two decide, but I'm going with Claudio. And I'm assuming you're not going with Claudio, <laughs> Adam. I'm not, no. <clears throat> I mean, we've got a USA group to talk about <laughs> before Ty has his walk-in. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to ensure that we get that one done, and to ensure I've already, that To be fair, I've already messaged Ray to see if I can get a laser appointment. So... <laughs> Really, but, we'll but, but to make sure that, that Mike can listen to <clears throat> us bash poor old Eddie Kingston, yeah. I'm say Fabian Eichner. Okay, so Eichner's, Eichner's I, won that. I mean, he may not have done this. This could, this could be the, the Ambrose steel chair into the back of uh, Rollins and Reigns. This is where Adam turns <laughs> his loyalty to another wrestler. No, 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 no. Eichner's through. Yeah, I can lose through. Yeah, so Cesaro, then, Cesaro didn't win a match. What the hell, man? I wouldn't. I would not have called that twenty minutes ago. Just, Jesus just that's why I win a match. So oh. the two that are going through from the Europe group are Walter and Fabian Eichner. Bleed now, right? Yes, yes, the right, boy. Adam. The, the the Christian thing doesn't hang over our heads anymore. <laughs> that that's our. <laughs> I was that, thinking that's... about this the other day. Christian's nowhere near my number two. two <laughs> man, this year, so don't worry. <laughs> Nine months I, of hurt uh, is all yeah. is all gone in the space of twenty minutes. Yeah, hey, the boy wow. is through. The boy is through. Right. I think I'm happy about. Hey, how late did I send this email last night? Bloody hell! Uh, you've started going into my spam folder as well, actually. So it's a good job. That I... <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Yeah, oh I my god! Why. <laughs> I don't know why I've not filmed it or anything I didn't know time was an African king what the I hell I was like what's this <laughs> I'm not happy about that you better say I'm, a, I'm okay oh. <laughs> I'm change it. you are not junk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, right into the USA group so to recap we have Roman Reigns Brian Danielson John Moxley and Eddie Kingston first match Roman Reigns and Brian Danielson. Um, what era of... Uh, <clears throat> we're looking at the modern-day Roman Reigns, aren't we? The, the 2020 to present-day Roman Reigns. I would imagine. So. I mean, or, or if you're going for an holistic picture, mm. you then need to take into account shield days, the period between the two. Yeah. The... Leaky and the Arky days. <laughs> I, I, I would. Who is it? Roman Reigns versus Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Oh, that's a hand, hasn't it? I would. I would guess that Mike is picking Roman Reigns more based on his two years. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably, the last two yeah. years than yeah. the Roman Reigns that we saw from. We are. Let me um, let me break some shit down. Um. <laughs> so Roman Reigns is thirty-seven. Right. Yeah, the CBS Sports feud of the year in 2020 with Jey Uso. Amazing. Um, he won an SB Award for best moment when he came back to Raw and announced that his leukemia was in remission. Um, he's a, a FCW um, Florida Tag Team Champion, which I left on there because that's essentially NXT or hmm. before NXT in it, really. With Mike Dalton. Who's Mike Dalton? Who is Tyler Mike Dalton? Breeze? Tyler Breeze. Is it Tyler Breeze? Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike um, Dalton is super good looking. Look at that. <laughs> um, he's yeah, got PWI awards. Comeback of the year in twenty nineteen. 
Inspirational Wrestler of the Year, 18 and 2018-2019. Most Hated Wrestler, 2016. <laughs> Most Improved Wrestler, 2015. Tag Team of the Year with Seth Rollins in 2018. And he was ranked number one in the PWI 500 in 2016. Even though he was the most hated wrestler as well. Weird. Um, the Sports Illustrated Wrestler of the Year in 2001. Um, and the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Best Gimmick for Tribal Chief. Most Improved Best Tag Team at Seth. Most Underrated in 2016. And the Worst Feud of the Year as part of the Authority versus the Big Show. Um, authority and it, versus the Big Show. Yeah. <laughs> As part of Authority vs. Big Show. And WWE's a four-time World Heavyweight Champion, a two-time Universal Champion, Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion, a Tag Champion with Seth Rollins, the 28th Triple Crown, Triple Crown Champion, ninth Grand Slam Champion under the current format, but 17th overall, won the Royal Rumble in 2015, um, and he's won numerous Slammy Awards. I'm not going to go into because, you know, these are sh- these just loads and yeah. I'm really bad now for Eddie Kingston because you're going to like, here's Eddie Kingston's. Yeah. Well, Daniel Bra- <laughs> here's, da- here's Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. He's 41. Um, he's won the AW Dynamite Awards. I didn't even know that was a thing. But he's won oh, the they biggest... did like a year-end thing, didn't they? Mm. The biggest beatdown in 2022 uh, versus Hangman Page. Biggest surprise that he shared with... Uh, Adam Cole, uh, CBS Sports Best Promo of the Year in 2018 during the TLC kickoff show. I think that's when he like went a bit nuts. Uh, comeback of the Year in 2018. <clears throat> New Japan uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions with Curry Man. Does anybody He's know who Curry Man is? Best of the American Super Juniors in 2014. Uh, PWI Best Comeback um, in 2018. Feud of the Year with the Authority in 2013. Match of the Year at SummerSlam versus John Cena in 2013. Ranked number one in the PWI 500 in 2014. Um, a GHC Junior heavyweight champion in nowhere. Um, I've only got half the message. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Hang on. Give me one second. Don't miss off his most pivotal like career accomplishment. There's a yeah. Slammy Award that he won. That he's I know. I know. I'm getting it. <laughs> so, in WWE, he's a four-time WWE champion, uh, one-time heavyweight champion, a one-time Intercontinental champion, a one-time United States champion, um, WWE Tag Team Champions <clears throat> with Kane and um, and Rowan. forgot that even happened. Won Money in the Bank in 2011. Match of the Year versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35. 26th Triple Crown Champion and 6th Grand, Grand Slam Champion under the current format of 15th overall. Here's our Slammies that I'm going to throw in there. <laughs> <clears throat> he won 2013 Beard of the Year. Okay, he won two thousand. I've not grown into it then. <laughs> I was going to say you two weren't nominated at that year. Two thousand thirteen, <laughs> um, catchphrase of the year, um, a two thousand and ten, coal in your stocking, attacked Michael Cole on NXT. 
cover of the year with Brie. Um, facial hair of the year in 2012. What what are these things? Seriously, the tweet <laughs> one is the one that I'm talking about. You get to the tweet one. Yeah, tweet of the year in 2012 because he tweeted, "Go face is a horrible insult. My face is practically perfect in any way. In fact, from now on, I demand you call me beautiful Brian." He got an award for that. He got an award for that. Like a Slammy Award, yeah. It's like he wouldn't even give out a bumpy for that messing. Um, Fabulous parent. Yeah. Um, and Pro Wrestling Observer, um, best non wrestler of 2017. Weird. Best book, best DVD, uh, best technical wrestler 2005, 13, and 21. Match of the Year. Um, most outstanding wrestler. To- most outstanding wrestler, 2006 to 2010. So, yeah, he's done He's done all sorts, all right? And he's in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. So, this is a, a big a big kickoff for this, mm. this year group. Um, What are you thinking? What are you going with? Um, we all, all three of us sort of, compared to our previous rounds, we all... Sort of get get to have a, a, a real say in this because of it being Mike's group. Yeah. yeah. I tough. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw it out there, and I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. That as of right this second, sitting on this podcast, this very minute, Roman Reigns is unbeatable. So I'm going with Roman Reigns. Mm. Next question. If. If we were doing this podcast two years ago, when we originally thought of starting doing a podcast, I would have said Brian Danielson, or at that time it would have been Daniel Bryan, because for me, 2019, 2020, Roman Reigns was still <clears> there. You know, you, you knew that he was going to be a heavily pushed star because of you know what we'd seen in years before all of that. But he was just this smiley baby face that we'd seen many times before him. Now, he is on a completely different level. But the question is, can you judge two years compared to what Brian has done over almost two decades, really? that That's the difficult thing for me. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Brian Danielson because I feel just... As, as much as I've enjoyed what Reigns is doing now and what he's done really for these two years, Danielson has had more of an impact on me when he won the title at WrestleMania 30 and then when he returned um, four or five years ago, that that had more of a, uh, again, impact on me than what Reigns' title run has had. Mm-hmm. That's fair. This is really tough because <clears throat> I, I think we're all in a position where we've seen all of Roman Reigns' career. Mm. Mm-hmm. In that we remember him debuting at Survivor Series. We might have seen the NXT stuff before that. Brian is someone who I'd, I'd seen, I'd known bits about before his WWE entrance. I'd watched him through his NXT, through all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was only when I read his book that I realised that I'd met him in 2003 at a Butlins. Did um, he write about you? No. <laughs> oh. um, it was just because he... he, he, he about you in his book. 
No, no. I really want to have his beard when I get older. You made such an impact that he needed to put your your chance meeting in Butlands in his book and you didn't even remember him. Some kid barged past me on (laughs) (laughs) Gotta say, it was in this seaside town and some kid thought he was nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Crashed a go-kart in me. <laughs> oh, sorry. A kid with a look in his eyes on the bumper cars. <laughs> um, no, they, they had they do wrestling shows at Bullins, um, yeah. and they did two. I think I think in one week, and I went to one of them, and there was this sprightly young wrestler with a mask on, um, who was the American Dragon, um, mm. you know, and he, you know he won his match, and then after his match, he was sat. Um, a bit, and you could sort of go around and like have a meet and greet and stuff, and they sign your program and whatever. Um, so I met him and he signed the program, and then it was only when I read his book that like there was a picture of him with his mask on, and I thought, oh, that was familiar. And then he then wrote that like he did a UK tour and he did Butlins in like 2002, 2003, 2004, and I thought that that was him. That was actually you know him then. Um, so I must admit that's that's sort of squandering my decision here a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm with you, Ty, in that if we're if we're doing this right now, I'm more I'm my thoughts are more with Reigns than Brian. It's whatever you think. Like it's one of them things where it's like it's totally subjective, in the sense that who do you think would win this match? Whether you're looking at this match ten years ago or now or whatever it may be, it's one of them things where it's like, if they had a match, who would win it? You know what I mean? In whatever form they are at their best, I guess. That's what I would go with. It's tough. I'm I'm going to go Brian. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I'm shocked to my absolute core. That's the hardest one so far. So next up, we've got John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Moxley. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel, bloody next. What's your what's your beef with Kingston? Of all the American wrestlers that Mike could have put in, why is he put why is he put Kingston in? I don't know. Like if he put Punk in, this would be more of a conversation. Punk would be good, but. Eddie Kingston, like, yeah, he's good on the mic. Yeah, he's cut, he's cut some really good promos. Yes, there's some stuff at the minute where there's a bit of controversy about him and Sammy Guevara and that apparently he's, he's just been suspended and all that kind of stuff. As a wrestler, he just doesn't appeal to me at all. Like I said to you two off podcast, his finishing moves are spinning back fist. Like, Ruby does that to me on a daily basis. Spins round and slaps me. That's it, done. Okay, well, let me get into um, some stats. Info so you can tell me that Eddie Kingston won the queue on the way to buy a sandwich on his way to AEW Dynamite <laughs> because that he's done nothing else. <laughs> um, he's 40. Um, he won the... Bleed now. He won the CBS Sports Rookie of the Year in 2020. How can you, year? Sorry, how can you count... So that would have been 38 as a rookie. A rookie? I, mean, I have no help this situation at all. Um, Smack Talker of the Year. We'll give him that. Uh, Combat Zone Wrestling. I've left this on because Combat Zone Wrestling is like super hardcore. 
Yeah. Um, so he's a world champ and a, ta- and a two-time tag champ. Um, he's, but again, the rest of the roster. I know. He's an evolved tag champ. Um, in 2001, he was number 75 on the PWI. Who was he evolved tag champ with? I, I, I remember the name. Um, so he was a CZW world tag champion two-time, once with Joker and once with Drake Younger. Drake right. Younger's Drake Works. He was the right, referee. Okay. Who, who was the Evolve tag champ with? Um, I'm going to say. So Joker is... I don't think he, he's dangerously intense wrestling. <laughs> he's cold. No, yeah, he's not anybody that... He's not anybody. Um, I'm going to second. I've gone off it. Give me one minute. Um, And he was the Evolve tag champ with Joe Gacy. Yeah, Joe Gacy, yeah. Joe Gacy. Um. So yeah, there you go. Um. And oh, but, but, where was I? Um. He was ranked seventy-five in the PWI five hundred in two thousand one. Um. Sports Illustrated was ranked number ten of the top ten wrestlers in twenty twenty. And the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh. He in twenty twenty got the best, best on interviews. Don't even know what that is. And feud of the year in twenty twenty with Mox. So. They've clearly fought, um, mm. as you know. Um, and then John Moxley is a little bit longer, we'll say. Just a little bit longer. Right. He's 36. He's the he's two-time world champ in AEW. Um, and then he's like won the number one contender tournament and stuff like that. Um, he's a two-time... Combat Zone Wrestling Heavyweight Champ. He's the current Game Changer Wrestling uh, World Champ. He's a two-time IWGP United States Champion in New Japan. Um, he won Feud of the Year in 2014 against Seth. Most Popular Wrestler of the Year in 2014 and 15. Wrestler of the Year in 2020. And number one on the PWI 500 in 2020. Um Weirdly, Rolling Stones give out awards, and he's got the most likable loose cannon. Seems that's just made for him. And best briefly resurrected storyline. Briefly resurrected storyline with Seth Rollins. What? What is? That? I mean, anyway, um, the Pro Wrestling Observer newsletter, best brawler, best book, feud of the year with Kingston, um, United States. Canadian MVP wrestler of the year in 2020 and worst feud of the year as part of the authority with the big show. <laughs> oh. See, the big show just started on all of the authority like the disco inferno, then that feud yeah. would never have won worst um, feud of the year. And in WWE, he's a one-time WWE champ, a three-time Intercontinental champ, two-time Raw Tag Champs with Seth Rollins, one-time United States champ, 27th Triple, triple Town champ, and the eighth Grand Slam champ, sixteenth overall, and one money in the bank. So, as accolades go, they're slightly, uh, slightly, slightly skewed. But in Eddie Kingston's defence, he was only a rookie two years ago. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't really argue that, can you? Mm. Know what I mean? In being a rookie and that. So, I, yeah. I don't really count myself as a massive fan of the independence but I do I would say I've got a decent grasp of who who is 
a big star outside of the big companies. Yeah. Um, before he joined AEW, I had not heard of Eddie Kingston. Right. Um, and I, I don't know. for a bit with LAX. I'm not saying that tells you a lot about where yeah. I'm going to go with with my vote. But when you look at the career achievements, you've got Moxley has been a champion in AEW and in WWE and mid-card in, in New Japan. He was the first big star to technically cross between the two promotions. Yes, his contract has expired yeah. with WWE, but he was the first name that you thought, oh, that's a big name to get. Yeah. like He's just left this major company where he's been really in the last... So he, so he left in 2019, didn't he? So really for like the last six and a half years, he, he had been one of the heavily promoted stars in WWE and then all of a sudden his contract's up and he joins this new promotion. Mm-hmm. You've you got to go for Moxley. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mike, who's now, you know, probably feeling like Adam did when when me and Ty said Volta over Eichner. But it it just can't really be Kingston really against any of these three wrestlers because Reigns, Ambrose, sorry, Reigns, Moxley and Brian are just on a completely different level to to a lot of guys in this tournament. You know, you if you put if you put any of these three in Europe or, or England, then they they'd be winning group as well yeah i think that's the thing it's like i mean everyone knows my love for john moxley so yeah uh, uh, yeah whatever he does is amazing um including renee so um (laughs) (laughs) too much (laughs) Um, podcast he was on i can't remember what it was but he said something about they had a show in New York, and he remembers he remembers leaving the arena wearing exactly the stuff that he wrestled in, getting on the subway, going to the hotel, getting in the hotel, banging his wife, <laughs> and then going to sleep. Do you know what? Didn't he go to the gym and see Vince there? Or was it one where he was like... He yeah, just, that was it, and then he went to Vince. So he, yeah. he had a show and went, and then he, he had sex with Renee, and yeah. went to get ice, and... Like, I'm running to Vince going to yeah, the gym. Yeah, and it was yeah. like I had the best conversation with Vince standing at the ice machine. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> still still having sex sweat on him. Like, just like, yeah, <laughs> do this. I'm Vince, right? Oh, what a guy. What a dude. I mean, he oh, should I might read the book this weekend. That. We've got no um, reading this weekend. I might read his book. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's next? Because <laughs> we just assumed that we're all <laughs> Kingston's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, what's next? Reigns and Moxley. Right. Okay. <laughs> this right. I'm going to put it this way. Right. And I've mentioned it before that perception is reality. John Moxley will kick Roman Reigns' ass, but. Dean Ambrose wouldn't have a friggin' chance. So thing is, right when he was in WWE, I was I was a big Ambrose fan. Like I had the T-shirt, I had all that kind of shit, right? Yeah. But now, when you look back at it, and you go between John Moxley and Dean Ambrose, who is almost a brand of custard. it's so it's, different. It's just like he's so. You can't. It's it. He was like so chained up and so like held back that yeah. it's like the wow. lunatic fringe. 
Yeah, like is that just it's the like, part of his hair that's crazy, or is, is yeah. it's <laughs> like as I said, Zach Ryder and Mac I don't want to be in the same person. Yeah, blows me mind. Like they're just not. They're just it's just uh it's so weird. But yeah, there you go. So um, I am gonna go back on what I said a minute ago, and I'm gonna go with Moxley. I'm going with Moxley. Oh man, I, I would have said Reigns on this one. No, I'm going Moxley. That's, that's okay. Because I think, to be honest, and you know what I think's done it for me is his run as interim world champion. Yes, is that he is just showing up and he's just wrestling like, and and it is every week. Like there are sometimes we think, oh, he's not on Dynamite, but then he has a match on Rampage, yeah, and yeah. it's just like he's just doing it, you know, and like you can tell that he loves doing it. If I'm if I'm nitpicking, and this is a total nitpick because he deserves to do what he wants to do at this point, Reigns almost being part time mm. has soured me a little bit. Yes, because yeah. it's like I'm I'm getting bored of the world champion being part time. Yeah. I want to see them all the time, and at the minute yeah. with AEW, I'm seeing mocks all the time. So it, it it doesn't help at all that Reigns is you know undisputed unified champion as well. If you had had the case where there was a title on Raw and a title on SmackDown, I would feel that the world titles were being fairly represented. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it feels to me I like think... it's very much like a Brock situation with Roman now, where yeah. you see you'd like maybe wrestle once every two or three months on a on a pay per view, but you'd be like, well, he's our world champion. We want more out of him. Yeah, I think the only saving grace and the only like silver lining and all that stuff. Is um that they're making a big deal out of the US and the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is like the is just the best thing. Like I yeah. wanted to get to a point where it's like the Intercontinental or the United States Championship feud has mm. more like grit to it that that gets put on the main event. You know, I would yeah, I would love to see it as the main event, but I'd love to see it as the main event on a show that also has the world title on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what now, I'm saying. Now, I know yeah. that that might, like, you know, like, annoy some people or whatever, yeah. but like you're saying, if we get a feud that mm. we are buying into more than we are with the world title feud, yeah. for whatever reason, you know, mm. think of a pay-per-view mm. like, um, like an Elimination Chamber, for example, where mm. somebody's won the Rumble, you know that we're just biding time at that point to get to a Mania main event. Uh, yeah. So maybe you've got the world champion in a different match or he is defending the title, but is against a filler opponent. That's the yeah. time where you have a six-man chamber match for the Intercontinental title going on last or something. Yeah. You know, so or just a few match. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they did it where it was like, I know it probably wouldn't happen now because they kind of split it between the men and the women, but if a, a Mania, like night one, like the Intercontinental title, yeah. main event yeah, yeah, yeah. like that would be so cool, so good. Like mm. it's just one of them situations where it's like you, it never really happens. I think it's happened like three, two or three times in like the whole existence of the title. Mm. Um, but it shouldn't be looked at like a secondary title, and I think that's no. what that's what kind of is nice about now because of like well these are our titles that we've got every mm. week. But yeah, I think you're right. The Reigns thing is like. If you're not going to be there, then don't be champ. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. it's not because there's hard. nothing more there's nothing more annoying as well with the mid card titles. Were when a world champion isn't there, that there's something else main event in a pay per view. Yes, mm. you know, like a random, like the closest, like 
I know, for instance, like with Seth and Cordy, yeah, that was Hell in a Cell and all that kind of stuff. But I reckon if that wasn't Hell in a Cell, they still would have put it on last. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's your Intercontinental mm. title doing? Because that's now the most mm. prestigious title, you know, yeah, yeah. On, on the on the show. Yeah. It should be. The likes of Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes and, like, the big names should be like, I want the Intercontinental title because that's yeah. the title that's on Raw. So that's yeah. the Raw title yeah. that's there every week. So I want it. So that should be the, the, the feud going into it to be like, I want to be that champ because I want to represent this brand. Yeah, you know I, mean? now, I I really liked how I can't believe we've not even mentioned it yet that Gargano's back. Mm. Now I I was watching Raw and I actually did what Ty doesn't do and fast forward, and I was like fast forwarding. Oh, advert break, advert break. What's this? Gargano, 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 <laughs> and he I just came like, out cold as well. Like he just, yeah. just walked like, out after a break. It was great. Just and like, like how he said, oh yeah, I want to be US champion, IC champion, world champion. I want, I want it all. I know we did our Queen references a few months ago. But he <laughs> basically said, I want it all. Um, and it, there wasn't much that he was asking for. Yeah. Um, but it was just nice and refreshing to hear someone say, yeah, I want to become a US champion. I want to become yeah. the IC champion because these are the titles that meant so much to me when I started watching. And I, I, Just him with... I, I'm, I'm backtracking it a little bit. But the you know the the white strap intercontinental title that Cody brought back, yeah, Gargano and that yes. in my head just fits. Yeah, you no, know? you were saying you want Volta McIntyre, Gunter McIntyre yeah. at WrestleMania. I want Volta versus Underdog Babyface Gargano. <sighs> like, just just the image of that you know Gargano getting chopped, and then yeah. or then like hitting like a DDT on the outside to Volta. Yeah. Super kick. I mean, there's there's two things now, right, in my head. Number one being United States champion Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano at WrestleMania. Mm. But then also, run DIY back. We mentioned this last time. DIY Give us DIY Usos. Usos. Yeah. Come on. Oh, that's going to be something that I think they should hold off on until everyone's like, it needs to happen. And yeah. there's like little yeah, teasers yeah, yeah. and little bit. It, Remember like it, back in the day when they did DX getting back together? Mm. And it was like you know what they should do? They should have like Champa have a run at Reigns, mm. lose, but then like maybe he gets beat up by the Usos at one point, mm. and then it's like he needs someone, he needs some help from someone. Where's it gonna come? Needs from? somebody to love. Yeah. Uh, you know, it almost to me it should be like a Royal Rumble thing where they they like eliminate two jobbers and like it's like the back to back thing where they like walk yeah. backwards and then like they like turn around. I would do it on my chair, but the <laughs> like a little bit of a rated RKO when it was like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this Wait, what are you now. doing? And then all yeah. of a sudden they just team up on on a few other guys and yeah. do the old magic, and then they eventually get eliminated. But they like, yeah, I think that's what you can do with... this again. I think, yeah. It, while we're talking about it though, uh, the US title needs changing, like because that's ugly as shit. Well, apparently Triple H wants to change some title belts. That's good. The US title needs changing. It looks like it reminds me of do you know them biscuits you get that's got too much chocolate on top? Mm. Like it's like dead thick. <laughs> like fancy biscuits where it's like a biscuit, but then it's like the chocolate on top of the biscuit is like twice as thick as the, the biscuit. I quite like the old design. Reminds me of that. Mm. I feel the, the I feel WCW really title is so much better. I feel bad for the last of the band. No, mm. the WCW 
United States champion mm. uh, title in like 2001 was beautiful. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Just saying. I, I feel bad anyway, for Anyway, I feel like a few we digress. Ago, oh yeah, he makes sense as US champ, but now you've got people like Champa, Gargano, AJ, and a few others around. You think, oh, I sort of don't really want to see Gunter versus Lashley now. I'd rather see Gunter versus Champa at Survivor Series. I yes. mean, they could run yeah. that one back, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, this shows how much we we are going to support Eddie Kingston over John Moxley. Well, I mean, this is what happens when we skip a week and we don't record for a week. <laughs> I know. So much <laughs> you just chat on. That's uh, it. it. Right. So, um, where are we? Did so we, we do we, Reigns, Moxley? Yeah, so Moxley, yeah, Moxley, Moxley to defeat Reigns. It was 2-1 right. in that thing, because I said for Reigns. Yeah, Brian Kingston is Brian. Brian. Brian okay. Kingston, who's he? He uh, sounds well. like a, an American 1970s <laughs> rock star who then turned into adult movies. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, let's we could just do these really quickly. So Brian Kingston is Brian through. Reigns Kingston is Reigns through. Hang on a sec. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Right. <laughs> Let's talk Brian. Brian Bass, Eddie Kingston. Right. Who's going with who? Brian. Brian. Okay, so all right. So Brian is unanimous. Right. Hang on a second. Does I want to get these down. right? What? I get his goal difference down. No, I've got to get it all down, right? Haven't I? What's the next match? Uh Reigns Kingston. Reigns versus Kingston, and that's two one for Ruh Kingston. It gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. And then Kingston, there you go. Oh my God, Roman Reigns is gonna get through here. No, he's not. Go on. And then the last one is Brian and Moxley. I mean, that will be good when it happens. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Mox. It doesn't matter, they're both through anyway. It's no odds. This is a pure pointless play. You've got to do it. I know that, I'm just saying. What would you go with, Brian or Mox? Callum? I'd probably go for Brian. I'm, I'm more of a of a Brian guy than a Mox, a Mox fan. Who would I go I mean, I'd go with uh, Mox. Who did you say, there. Adam? A Mox. So Mox would win. Two to one. So... Mox, one, two, three, and then Brian, one, two, three. I mean, Moxie and Brian are on the same point. They both, they both got nine. They both, they both somehow won every match. No, because if Mox beats no, Brian, do. then oh, yeah, I've given Mox three, goes to nine points, Brian goes to seven. Yeah. And I then apologize. Kingston's on three and Roman is on five. Five. Yeah, I get you. We've knocked out the tribal chief in the group stages. How is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, I said that this morning. I, you know what? I, I'd love to know. We, we might do it before we even release this episode. If we like message Mike and Anthony. So, if you had to choose, which two would you really like to go through? We, we've just done the American group. We what would your prediction be? Yeah. You'd be two? like Reigns and Kingston. <laughs> oh. So oh, I, I think I, I think for Mike, it would probably be. He might even go for Kingston, but I mean, I think he'd go for Mox definitely. 
if this was like a hardcore deathmatch barbed wire situation, Kingston would be through. It'd be Kingston and Mox going through all day yeah. long. But it's not. It's not. It's good old-fashioned wrestling. So Kingston's out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so joining Will Ospreay, Pete Dunne, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi in the soon-to-be draw is Walter, Fabian Eichner, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley. How the fucking hell does Fabian Eichner get through? <laughs> the fucking hell. What even is that? How I'll, accept, I'll accept your laundry next week, Adam. Like, <laughs> I'm raging that Daniel Bryan's through, and Reigns isn't. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. Like, I'm raging about it. Not happy. Did you see the title I sent you? Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? It's all right. <laughs> right, so next time we're doing Group E and Group F. Now, I don't know if this is the next podcast that goes out. I think we've got a theme quiz, and then we'll have our clash review and preview. Um, so it might be a couple of weeks before this one goes out. Um, so we're doing Group E and Group F. So Group E is Canada, as chosen by Alan, um, and that is Edge, Josh Alexander, Kenny Omega, and Kevin Owens. And then Group F is Mexico, as chosen by Ty. And that's El Hijo del Vikingo, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Penta, Ray Fenix, and Santos Escobar. So mm-hmm. the I'll just run these down quickly because we've got them. The recommended matches, so for Canada, is Josh Alexander versus TJP from Impact in a 60-minute Ironman match. That is Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre from the 15th of August Raw. Mm-hmm. Edge versus Randy Orton from WrestleMania 36. And Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson from AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. Took me ages to get them out of Alan. Um <laughs> I would have gone with a, a New Japan match for uh, Omega. Well, like Omega Bushi is like, but okay. Uh, and Omega the... Brian's more accessible, isn't it? Really? Oh, this true. Is it, yeah. true. Yeah, true. The the uh, Mexico matches: uh, Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks from AEW All Out 2019. That was a ladder match, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. For the AAA um, titles, I think. Yeah. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar from NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver from 2021. Also had the match. He um Santos Escobar said that's his best match that he's had since oh, really? Yeah. He said that's um because I was looking because I couldn't remember when it was. So I was like, because that's that's like one of the best matches he's had since being in NXT. Right. Um so I was like, I want to find out when it is, because obviously it wants to send it to you. And the first thing was like he was on a podcast or whatever or in an interview or whatever and said the best match I've had in NXT is that ladder match. So there nice. you go. Yeah. Uh Ray Fenix versus Mil Moertes from Witch Underground, Grave Consequences. It's a casket match. Is it? It's it's ridiculous. Like ridiculous. Sweat just I'll find a way to get this match to you. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, and then in his third match of the ones that you picked, Ray Fenix and El Helhio Del Vikingo, I will say it properly, versus the Young Bucks um, from Triple Mania 30 Monterey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they do Triple Mania 30, but there's like loads of events throughout the year. Right. In yeah. different places. Oh, um, so that was the Monterey version of that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I bought that on Fight, actually. Yeah. Um, and it was your bank yeah. account was surprised. 
Yeah, yeah. The bank were like, "Hey, you've bought wrestling. What the hell is this?" Purchased sports entertainment. Yeah, in pesos. I'm not that bad. I, st- I pay for it. I just don't bleed and watch it on the thing. Hey, it's a good job you can't really pirate t-shirts because otherwise that one you'd be wearing would be. I mean, I can. I can get a t-shirt yeah. press. No. Blue with a horn. Get, get me on t-shirt press. To be fair, I've been threatening to get me on t-shirt press for years. Um, so yeah, I, um, my the Mexico ones may be a little bit harder to get a hold of, but. My ill-gotten gains uh, means that I could probably get hold of them for you. So, don't you worry. Don't you worry. Nope. <laughs> I mean, as stereotypes go, a man with a Liverpudlian accent saying, "I can get you anything." <laughs> I didn't say anything. Done with that in the eighties. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I mean, got into a boozer. Hey, you want DVD? You want DVD? <laughs> like, wow. Okay. No, oh, that. It's, it's Blue Greg. Blue Greg. <laughs> <laughs> He's got up in the world, by that Blu-ray. <laughs> the only Bluey I watch is a bleeding dog at the minute. I'll be honest. Um, yes. So, so what? So in the evening, you turn straight and go, "Hey, Rach, fancy a bit of blue?" <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're cartoon dog on the telly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't need to say it. It's on all the time, all the bastard time. Um, yes, this was. Not the people going through a thought, but here we are. Um, what are, are we doing? We're doing a clash review. I can't. In two weeks' um, time, we, we're not recording next Saturday. Yeah, we're off next week. Then we're, then, then we're gonna have a really long podcast the week after. Yeah, again. Yeah. Um, Sounds okay. Well, we all figure it out. And throw oh, it apparently, we were, supposed, oh, we were supposed to do ENF today as well. Never mind. Oh, well. Ah, well. <laughs> We'll figure what it out. Do. What yeah. are you going to do? Um, yes, we'll do that on the, when we do Clash and Extreme Rules. That'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Callum, anything to plug? No, not really. Um, back at football tomorrow. Um, or whenever you listen yesterday. Um, <laughs> Nottingham Forest versus Spurs. Big game. We're on four points after three games, which is a good start. Um, hoping to continue with the with the form that we're in. Yeah. Not, you, not have else. you lost yet? You, have you beat uh, everyone? We, we we lost our first game against Newcastle three weeks ago. Then we beat West Ham and then drew to Everton last week. Oh yeah. How's my mate Jesse doing? Not bad. It's sl- slow start. Ah. Through with Everton. You'll what are we it. doing? Like, what are we even doing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I watched um, the first two episodes of Welcome to Wrexham yesterday. Is any good? It's all right, yeah. But I mean, like all the way through, me and Amy were just like, "Why have they bought this club? Like, what? What are they doing?" I uh, only want to like very kind of like there was there's a bit at the end of the second episode where like they reveal some stuff that happened after oh. one match, and me and Amy were both a bit like, "Oh, I fear yeah. a lot because it's like um, Wrexham owner um, Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like." Colonna, like Rob McElroy just gets left in the in the yeah, dust, yeah. and I'm like, no. Well, to be fair, no. he does. He says in the first episode, he's, I think it was all Rob's idea to buy yeah. it because he's a big sports fan. Yeah, and he got he, he basically has a guy who works with him called Humphrey Kerr who does some writing for him, but mm. he's, he's English, and yeah. he was explaining football to him, and he got into football and all that kind of stuff, and he was 
dumbfounded by the fact that if you if you come bottom of a table in one season, you could go down. But if you come top of the table in one season, you could go up. And because American sports just don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how he got into it. But then he said that like really it's expensive and he needs a lot of money to to buy a club and stuff like that. And he said, I've got TV money and TV money's good, but I needed movie money. And then yeah. they show a bit of Ryan Reynolds and then he goes, no, 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 I needed superhero money. And then they show a bit of Deadpool and he goes, no, 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 I needed the gin baron money. <laughs> and then they show like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> plugging his aviation gin. And they're like, oh, this is why he's here. <laughs> but they never met oh, until after yeah. they bought the club. And you know, they never yeah. met in person until after they bought the club together. Oh, I thought they were like mates. And no, that. no, no, no. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it. Like, yeah, it's good. I, uh, as I say, anything like shout out to the Sunny podcast to be fair, because if you're not listening to this, you should be listening to that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I just, yeah, I just love them. So I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it. Um, where was we up to? Oh yeah, Adam, have you got anything to? Um, by all means, go and have a look at Final on Film Twitter and the podcast feed and the YouTube. There's been a stream of stuff that I've done over the summer just because I've been off. That's probably going to slow down a little bit now. Um, I'm doing my last one of the summer on Wednesday. Uh, me, me and I are going to do a Pixar tier list. Right. Me and Theo are going to listen to your uh, Harry Potter one with Ruby. Oh, watch it. Ruby, um, Ruby decides to go for a wee halfway through. Um, she just goes. Oh, I need a wee, and then pisses off. She's like, uh, like theater's obsessed with Ruby, even though she, she doesn't know Ruby. Yeah, like every time I mention you, she's like, she's like, is Ruby gonna be there? And I'm like, no, like that's <laughs> not. It was one time. Oh, is it? Oh, I'm okay. I was like, yeah. It's like okay. The next time Ruby's on, can I come on? He's like, yeah, if you want. Well, like, next time we record, I'll I'll get her up here and she they can say hi to each other, and then she'll right. have to go off to swimming. She'll just get uh, she'll just get shy and be like, uh, but anyway, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. so where are you? Farron on film and Adam Farron. Um, back to work on Thursday for inset days. Mm. I know. Yeah. Um, I am of course the Tybo Letson. Um, yeah, I want to tweet more, but I have a proper difficulty with it. I don't know why. Um, and all week I've thought the same thing. Which is I really, 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 really wanna um restore SLTD wrestling back to its former glory. Um because I don't feel like it is at the minute, but I don't think I've got time to do it, which is making me sad. But I'm gonna try and I'm gonna do stuff. I mean, there was a point when we all started this, well, when you all came on board that we had we had writing going up every single day. We had podcasts, we had leagues. There was so many things going on. Now there's nothing going on, which is a little bit annoying. Um, but, of course, do you think, follow us, give us some likes, give us some love. Um, and, yeah, see how it all, how we, we do our thing. If you're willing to listen to us, I'm sure you're willing to read a tweet or see an Instagram post. Um, but, yeah, maybe... I'm going to be on the track to do something more exciting with the site. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Or I'll just end up getting me missus pregnant again and then I'll have to bail it all. Which is what she wants, not what I want. Um, <laughs> any wife, who... life. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> Two kids, nervous breakdown. That's why we're going, that's why yeah. we're going car shopping tomorrow. Oh, but it'll not enough for me. <laughs> anyway, stay safe, stay entertained, look after each other, watch the wrestling you want to watch. All that shit. Um, I've just upset myself with the with the baby thing. I don't know why. <laughs> right, I'm out. We're out. Catch you next time. Bye.